Quick Parter of the week. In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayishlach, the Parsha starts with Yaakov preparing himself for his inevitable encounter with Esav. When Yaakov is davening to Hashem, he says, Hatzileni na miyad achi miyad Esav. Rescue me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esav. Why does Yaakov need to specify that Esav is his brother? Wouldn't it suffice for him to just say, save me miyad Esav from the hands of Esav? So the commentaries note that Yaakov is unsure how Esav will approach him. Either he will approach him like a brother, or he will approach him as Esav the Russia, who wants to kill him. In either scenario, Yaakov is davening to Hashem for help. If he approaches him as Esav the Russia that wants to kill him, then Yaakov is asking Hashem to save him physically. And if Esav will approach him as a brother and act lovingly towards him, then Yaakov is asking Hashem to save him spiritually from Esav. Because the loving embrace of an evil person is just as dangerous to one's soul as the physical attack of an enemy is to one's body. The Chidah notes here that Yaakov is not just praying for himself, but he was praying for a future event that will occur in Jewish history, namely when Haman will try to kill Mordechai and the Jewish people. So he was asking to be saved from the hands of his brother, and he was asking that in the future, the Jews should be saved from the hands of Esav, meaning Esav's offspring, Haman. And the Chidah notes that this is hinted to by the fact that the first letters of the words Hatzileni na miyad, hey nun mem, spell Haman. In fact, the Arizal says that Yaakov and Esav were later reincarnated in Mordechai and Haman. Yaakov got Esav to sell him the firstborn rights when Esav was starving and needed Yaakov's food. And likewise, the Medrash relates that Mordechai got Haman to sell him as a slave to him when Haman was starving and needed food. Both Yaakov and Mordechai kept those contracts tied to their upper leg or hips for safekeeping, which is why Esav's angel attacked Yaakov's hip. Lastly, it is brought down that Mordechai rectified Yaakov's seeming mistake of bowing to Esav seven times by his refusing to bow to Haman. How was Mordechai able to accomplish this? Because Mordechai came from the tribe of Binyamin, and Binyamin was the only one that did not bow to Esav, since he was not born yet. And the Chidah concludes, how was Yaakov able to be saved from Esav? So if you take the last letters of those same words, Hatzileni Namiyad, you get Yud Aleph Dalad, or the number 15. This corresponds to the 15 years in which Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were all alive at the same time and all learned Torah together. It was in the merit of this Torah that saved them. The takeaway is twofold. One is that we see the power of learning Torah, especially together with good people, that it has the power to save you even many years later. The second takeaway is that even though Yaakov did not sin by bowing to Esav, as the commentaries give many reasons for this, nevertheless, it looked bad for his family members that observed it, so much so that it needed to be rectified. So we see the importance of avoiding Marasayim, how careful we need to be that even if we are doing something okay, if it can be misconstrued by someone else as inappropriate, we need to make sure to avoid that. Have a good Shabbos.